to the ether today is thursday october 27th 2022 today on the ether bitcoin and eth strategies and strategy tokens launch hosted by sommelier let's take a listen okay i think we can begin uh so welcome everyone um today is a very very excited day uh to which the whole sommelier team was looking forward for a very very long time uh, today we'll talk about our BTC ETH uh, momentum and trend strategies launches, uh, launch of our strategy tokens and much more exciting things. And our co-founders, uh, Zaki and Christy, uh, will give you a short intro of what you can expect in today's event. Um, so, Zaki, take it away. Yeah, um, as it is a very exciting day. Um, you know, as, you know, Sommelier has always been intended as a platform for launching many, many strategies. We've always been intended as a supermarket of different strategies. But, you know, for the last few months, we've just had one strategy in production, uh, a relatively sleepy strategy of, uh, of just optimizing your Aave lending and the market being what it is. It really hasn't had very much optimizing. Um, but today is a, is a really marks a sea change for Sommelier because what we have now is we have uh, uh, independent strategists coming onto the platform. Uh, Cleargate is the first, um, but there are uh, many more in the pipeline. Uh, we will be launching strategies on almost a bi-weekly basis till, you know, for the foreseeable future. Um, and the most important thing that we're doing is we are really uh, uh, sort of realizing the purpose of Sommelier, which is to create a mechanism to protect sort of the, the purpose and the dream of DeFi, which is DeFi is not just a new financial system that runs on a blockchain, um, but it is a new system that is uh, uh, accessible to people who did not have access to the, uh, in the, in the legacy traditional finance system. It is, uh, and what the purpose of Sommelier is to really preserve that access um, without introducing new barriers to access. And, what we've come up with with strategy tokens is just a further extension of, of making DeFi far more accessible to more people. Um, so, Christy, uh, what are we going to be talking uh, about? Yeah, thank you, Zaki, so much. Uh, so the DeFi dream that uh, Zaki was explaining uh, to bring inclusion and openness into the DeFi space is really what Sommelier is standing for. And uh, we want to address more specifically that dream in six core principles that we have um, and come up with, and I will briefly cover them. Uh, so the first core principle is empowerment. Uh, and that means to make it easy for users to tap into the intelligence of other people. Uh, secondly, there is ease of access. Uh, thirdly, it's ease of use uh, with the goal to uh, keep user experience simple and familiar and intuitive. Uh, then the fourth is security and transparency. So that uh, so that uh, that where your funds are is always known to you, and then the fifth fifth is precision and speed, uh, to be able to incorporate market signals into the strategies, and the last one and uh, is uh, definitely uh, not the least but the uh, not the last but not the least one is uh, that Somalia is built for everyone, and if you're interested, we also cover all of those uh, six core principles in a blog post that was published just a few days ago. You can check it out on our website. And of course, we're going to cover all of that on our call today as well. And today we have on the call um, Clearget Capital and Tin from Clearget Capital. Uh, he's, uh, uh, he's joined by Sun, who is our head of research and development. And they're going to go over upcoming strategies in much more detail. Uh, then we have, uh, we have Sam. Uh, Sam is our head of product uh, and him and myself are going to uh, really dive uh, more into the ease of access aspect and uh, what we have done to resolve 
various barriers of access uh, to those strategies. And uh, then we have Stephanie, our head of operations. I don't see Kevin yet. I think he just got to Lisbon, but he's our head uh, head of uh, smart contract engineering and hopefully can join as well uh, to, uh, to explain how do we think about security and how we think about transparency. And then myself and Zaki will also talk about the precision and speed and the importance of that in the DeFi uh, trading space. Uh, so we have a lot to cover, and uh, yeah, let's get started. Uh, let's let's start with uh, with the launch of the new strategies, and uh, then I will uh, hand it over to you from here. Hey, so um, so we'll start from Ton um, from Craigit Capital. So Ton, for those who haven't participated or haven't followed our um, September AMA uh, dedicated to Claregate, maybe you can briefly introduce yourself and and your company. I think he's a listener right now. Ton, you'll have to ask. Yeah, yeah, all good. All good, Grant to Texas. Yeah, hi. Ton? Hey. So I'm really glad to be here. So it's an exciting day for us as well. So uh, this is the, like the launch of their first strategies. So briefly introduce myself. Yeah, we had this call a couple of weeks ago where we introduced ourselves a little bit more. But uh, myself, um, I'm, I have a traditional finance background. So uh, given that I have 20 plus years of experience in the financial markets, this is not, not kind of uh, surprising that I come from a traditional finance. So uh, I started off as in a major bank, then uh, moved on to the investment world, more like being a professional proprietary trader. Then I've been managing investments and and being involved in the financial markets in, in various ways. Uh, my professional background is, is that uh, I have a PhD in uh, finance. I do also have those uh, well-known industry designations like Chartered Financial Analyst and Financial Risk Manager. And uh, actually, how, how I ended up here today is that um, I've been um, kind of managing my own funds and then advising some of the, the clients. But uh, one day, Christy and Zaki approached me and they taught, told me about this kind of interesting platform and the idea of democracy. Uh, access to strategies but so far basically uh, this kind of stuff that i've been doing is is accessible to to people with five hundred thousand uh liquid assets or or depending on on the legislation sometimes like 100k but uh, but this sommelier uh and the approach here this this enables uh, access to that for, for more people. And this, this was really appealing to me. And then that's, that's how we started uh, Cleargate. So um, well, it's Cleargate. We, uh, um, those are the people that I've been working with uh, in traditional finance. So we have a couple of PhDs here. We have run various strategies in, in very different financial markets for now over 20 years. And what we uh, wanted to bring to Somalia first is some of the most well-known and, and the things that have worked well in, in other areas as well. So, so bringing the experience to, to crypto markets and, and uh, sophistication and, and provide that by doing uh, extensive backtesting uh, with our strategies and, and basically provide this quantitative approach that would be accessible to everybody. So. Uh, in, in a kind of a hope and uh, and uh, task to to provide better risk and return trade-off compared to to not that actively managing the the portfolio so speaking of uh, risk to you know um to return trade-offs uh can you give a a, a quick overview of the upcoming uh, btc ETH uh, momentum and trade uh, trend strategies uh, what's the purpose of them? How do they work? Yeah, sure. So basically, those um, two approaches um, are quite well-known kind of concepts. Trend following is basically means that we are looking for a certain trend to emerge in the market and follow that as long as possible. Uh, momentum, on the other hand, is more like reacting to what's happening to the prices and um, trying to take advantage of that. So uh, for those strategies, um, uh, especially the trend following strategy can also work in downward markets as well. But so far, uh, what we can introduce to Somalia at first is, is long only strategies, meaning that those portfolios and we have ETH and BTC there 
and can be long only and take the position when we see signals in the market uh, for, for trend case yeah if, if we see a trend there or momentum there's a like uh, significant movements we want to take advantage of so what they do provide is that um this is um, partly like uh, managing the risk so uh depending on the market situation these strategies can be 100 percent uh, in risky assets, meaning like ETH and BTC, or they can be out of those markets. And and the goal is uh, there to to uh, uh, try to uh, minimize the risks uh, in cases when the market is going down. So we will uh, decrease the exposure, and uh, if if markets go down, and increase the exposure when the markets go up. So uh, basically, uh, what's the goal there is that. Uh, it should provide a better and clearly better risk profile than just buying and holding. At least this has been uh, in our back tests and then we have uh, run similar strategies in, in various markets as well. And so, so basically what they do provide is, is better risk and return trade-off. So always when taking risk, you have to, or actually we want to make uh, some returns you have to take risks and when taking risks you have to make calculated risks so we have introduced their like automated risk reduction mechanisms so they do decrease the risk uh, when necessary and should um, and are designed to work on a okay longer term perspective meaning that when holding assets for at least couple of months to, to up to a year, this, this should be the time when the, the uh, advantage of those strategies emerge. Okay. And uh, considering that uh, both strategies are managing portfolios of ETH and BTC, what are like the main differences between these two? Uh, they have slightly different um, risk profiles. So actually, um, in my team as well, we, we have people with different risk tolerance. So for example, we, we have at least one person who is, is more uh, more willing to take risk than me, and we have, have people who are less risk tolerant. So we also designed those strategies to be slightly different in those ways. So meaning that um, the, the momentum strategy is a little bit riskier, so it's uh, willing to take more risk. Uh, the trend following strategies is slightly less riskier. So how, how does momentum strategy take more risk is that it always keeps at least a certain exposure in Ether or, or BTC or the combination of those. Um, trend following strategy, however, um, sometimes exists exits the market completely so basically holds just uh, usdc and th that's it so for example uh, now we've seen a lo quite long period of of declining market prices and then uh, the trend following strategy in that situation has has done better in the back test at least when talking about the uh, previous couple of months uh, because it's basically flat out Momentum strategy holds some assets, meaning that if the prices decline, uh, the strategy will, will lose some money as well. So it's it's inevitable. Uh, but on the other hand, um, uh, the trend following strategy should work uh, better when, when we're considering uh, longer term investments or holding for longer term. Uh, momentum strategy can work better in short term, meaning that in a situation when one of the assets is uh, appreciating faster than the other one. So, for example, a couple of days ago, we had the situation that ETH went up like 10%, BTC went up 4% or something like that. So, um, in, in those situations, momentum strategy will, will focus more on ETH. Um, the trend following strategy will be like more conservative in in those cases so so uh again depending on market situation uh either can work better or not and what was the goal there is is just to provide the users the options that okay if you want to keep for longer term probably trend following strategy might be the one however in certain situations or or if you like think that uh there will be situations when uh, ETH and BTC will diverge more from each other than, than momentum strategy can work better. But in general, um, one of the reasons that we started with those two major crypto assets is that when combining BTC and ETH, uh, we have the um, kind of benefit of, of portfolio effect. So what we can take advantage is that combining those two, we can reduce the risk 
and at the, at the same time not giving that much away from the return side so you have to remember that always there's like trade-off if you want to take or get higher returns you have to take a higher risk but in the portfolio setting it's possible that okay you do not lose that much in the in the return part but can significantly decrease risk and that is the idea where, where we at Cleargate thought that okay, let's start with those those two two assets and and those uh, portfolio combinations, and and provide that to the market and see. Uh, and actually, all the listeners, you as well, we, we are kind of uh, expecting and hoping to get feedback and questions about those. So uh, uh, you can always. Um, uh, message us and say that okay what what are the risk preferences or what do you like better or what would you like to get there but the other thing what i want to say here is that and i want to emphasize that although both of the strategies are quite complicated technically is that they are both reactive uh, not predictive so predicting financial markets has turned out to be not that easy task for, for anyone because if it would be an easy task everybody would be uh, like a millionaire or billionaire but anyways uh, uh being predict uh, reactive here uh means that those strategies will react to market action not predict what's happening but uh, on the long run uh, this has worked this has worked for for other markets as well and and uh, we're really confident that it it will work uh, for our strategies on somalia as well okay uh, that was very extensive explanation um so for more information about you know the deep dive into the strategies you can find more information you know on the somalia finance but in the meantime, Ton, um, can let's dive into a few te technical aspects of the strategy. So um, we're like very much communicating this active approach to portfolio management, right? That uh, people, you know, can can have a peace of mind while our our technology basically, you know, uh, manages their portfolios. So who actually decides how to rebalance the assets in both sellers and both strategies? I think the more accurate thing to say right now is uh, what decides, but actually uh, the one deciding on, on rebalancing decisions right now is, is the algorithm that we have developed. So basically there are quantitative rules uh, which have been developed by our team and those quantitative rules determine when to purchase something, when to sell something. and uh, those rules can be dynamic, so meaning that we can see different market conditions. So so far, we have seen uh, um, kind of a crypto winter for for some time, but things might change at a certain point. And the idea is is that uh, when having those kind of strategies, they will do the heavy lifting for you. So if you're the user, you do not have to worry that okay, I might miss miss the market or let's take an example that okay on I guess on Tuesday, uh, ETH went up ten percent. So this is uh, not very unusual, but it's definitely if you are you are kind of a having exposure there and if you missed out the 10% move this this introduces human biases so for example uh, i also have an academic background and come from behavioral finance world so uh it's very hard to make a decision that okay price went up 10% what should i do now maybe it's too much maybe i should sell or maybe i should buy uh, but for those situations especially we have those quantitative rules that have been back tested and and extensively backtested on various market conditions that will decide on that so what to do in that kind of situation the backtesting has been done by humans but after being able or after we have compiled and, and uh, made those models the decisions will be made by the models or, or we can say the computers so so uh we will just take away all this human biases there, all the fears and all that kind of stuff and let the algorithms decide that, okay, in that kind of situation, uh, the probability is on your side if you do this or if you do that. So this is done automatically. So if I remember correctly, both strategies were like extend, um, back-tested during very extensive time periods. So what were like the backtesting period, uh, do you recall? Is it um, like two, two years back or what was the window? 
Yeah, well, what we're presenting on our webpage and then the backtesting results uh, starts from the beginning of 2019, so it's uh, okay. three and a half years there. Yeah, but actually, yeah, but the backtesting uh, periods uh, we have varied them uh, in in various ways to make sure okay. that the strategy would work in different conditions. Okay, where I'm going to is that you know during that long time we went through quite a lot of different you know market. Uh, moods let's say or cycles right and these strategies seeing some things right at least in the backtesting environment so what market conditions could users expect you know best performance um, from each strategy um, based on purely backtesting information uh, yeah uh, basically what we have to remember is that both of the strategies are long only and do not use any leverage, meaning that there's not any way to outperform the market when the market goes up. But anyways, uh, if, it's, if we see a trending market, meaning that prices go up, maybe then they come a little bit down and go up again, uh, this is uh, the market condition uh, that are really beneficial for the trend following strategy. So um, in various financial markets, uh, we see trending markets all the time. So uh, this, is, this is something that has proved itself uh, in, in very many places and, and, uh, and I'm certain that it will, will work in, in the crypto market in the current form as well. So uh, when the trend following um, strategy overperforms is uh, in cases uh, when the market goes down, so basically in, in a bear market, it just goes flat, uh, in our case, just uh, holds USDC, and uh, then you do not have exposure to the kind of a dropping market. Uh, the momentum strategy, as I said before, um, still keeps some risky assets in the portfolio, but it will perform better in those situations when one of those uh, portfolio assets in that ETH or BTC outperforms the other one. Um, both those strategies um, um, are kind of um, struggling in a way in a situation when the market goes up really quickly. So in those cases, uh, which has proved historically to be the case, is that um, um, in really extreme um, kind of price appreciations, uh, there is no kind of a, it's not worth taking that much risk with those kind of longer, uh, longer term strategies. So in that, what we want to achieve with those strategies is that we want to uh, take advantage of most of the uh, uh, kind of upward movement. So get most of that, but we give away so some of the appreciation if the price goes up very, uh, very quickly. But what we gain is we get gain definitely better returns when the market goes down. So we're just exiting the market and calmly waiting till the trend turns or the momentum turns positive and then entering once again. Okay. So um uh when Cleargate so Cleargate was you know onboarded with the help of you know the seven C's and um Sun, maybe you could like uh shortly compare these strategies with like the currently available other strategy and uh, why uh, launch of the ClearGates strategies? It's such a big deal for somebody in general. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so the Aave seller and these upcoming ClearGate sellers, um, these strategies kind of differ in several aspects. Uh, to state the obvious, the Aave strategy is only stable coins, while the ClearGate strategies essentially give you uh, like a long exposure to the broader crypto market with you know better risk return uh, payoffs than holding spot. Uh, so that's kind of the obvious thing. Uh, but there's more subtle differences that are a really big deal uh, for the space and for some in particular. Uh, one thing is that you know the Aave strategy was really more of a proof of concept of the Somalia platform. Uh, meanwhile, you know the the kind of appeal of the strategy is very limited, right? Even before market conditions became what they were, the subset of people who might be interested in lending specifically stable coins on Aave is very small. Uh, meanwhile, you know these cleargate strategies are really 
the, the key thing is that these are really what are available uh, to kind of the elites in traditional finance. Uh, and these are the kind of products that are available, uh, not broadly accessible, but uh, this is, you know, this is the kind of alpha that you find in traditional markets. And so uh, what these strategies are doing is bringing the power of off-chain flexibility, right? The ability to run these flexible, interesting strategies that have the opportunity to earn very much larger amounts of yield than a stable coin lending strategy. And it's bringing that to DeFi in, a, in an accessible, uh, transparent way. Um, can, can you uh, can you explain uh, um, in a few in a few moments like um, what was your relationship with with the Cleargate? Um, how have you helped them? You know, onboard them onto the Samaria you know infrastructure. Yeah. So um, so for for context here, Seven Cs is also a strategy provider uh, building on the Somalia ecosystem. Uh, Seven. So we were the SPs that have been operating the Ave seller. And, you know, we have a long history with this protocol. We've been building on it for a very long time. Uh, so that kind of gives us the privilege of having a very deep understanding of the sommelier tech stack. And so, you know, what 7Cs has been doing is trying to make, uh, trying to abstract the kind of blockchain aspects of the sommelier tech stack away from people with, you know, traditional finance or quant background so that it's, it's almost effortless to operate strategies. Uh, so 7Cs has been providing um, integration services with Cleargate uh, to help operate their strategies. And, you know, we have a couple partners, uh, again, with traditional finance backgrounds, who now, as a result of the Somalia stack and 70s integration services, are able to very easily take their alpha that, you know, they've, they've been fine-tuning and have years of experience within the traditional market and bring that to make uh, available in DeFi. So later, uh, will be interesting to hear what other strategies do we have in the pipeline. Um, so that kind of wraps up our first part of the spaces. Um, the other part will be as exciting as this one, um, because we will be talking about our another major announcement, the launch of the strategy token. So, Christy, could you explain to our uh, community what the strategy tokens are? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So this this is a big deal for us, and we are incredibly excited uh, to announce that what we call a strategy token, and to think really in a new way about the overcoming barriers to access. And you know, in reality, not that many people understand how to engage with smart contracts, or or we are definitely still a long way from mass adoption. But Sommelier is taking now a big step to start changing that. And, you know, I would say in an, in an essence, a strategy token really collapses the full complexity of interacting with the smart contract directly. Uh, and it collapses that complexity into the token that you can trade on a decentralized exchange. Um, for example, Cleargate uh, strategies that Dun was explaining uh, previously, uh, both are going to be available to buy on Uniswap V3 platform uh, with the trading pairs with USDC and uh, trading with the ticker symbols uh, ETHBTC Trend and ETHBTC MOM. And it's really designed with the end user in mind because we want to take away the complexity and to make the onboarding process so much easier for everyone. Uh, and I'm sure like most of us have traded on various decentralized exchanges like is it Uniswap or Polygon or Osmosis. And it is an interface that's usually uh, that we're familiar with and uh, and uh, when we know, and I also would like to emphasize that uh, you know each token is is fully liquid. You can sell your token anytime you want. There is no lockup period. And while you're holding the token behind the scenes, the smart contract algorithms really take care of the trading and the portfolio management for you. And when you're ready to exit, all you have to do is to sell the token. So really, it is that easy, and, and we are very excited about it, and we really think it's a game changer. So I think it's also worth mentioning that, you know, um, people will get, like, exactly similar results, whether they are, you know, directly providing liquidity for sommelier strategies on sommelier finance, or whether they're just simply buying the um, strategy representing token on the DEXs, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. And really, uh, yeah, like like it is the same thing. And, you know, getting exposure to each strategy is just as easy as literally buying the token 
when you want to enter the portfolio and sell the token when you want to exit the portfolio. And as an investor, you can like pretty much sit back while in the background, the active management is done by the strategy provider and the dynamic algorithms do all the work, all, all the work in the background uh, like for you. And you as an end user really don't have to worry about that. And like Dun, Dun, uh, Dun from ClearGit Capital was explaining earlier that these next strategies that are uh, getting launched, they are expected to deliver better performance when, uh, when you compare that to just holding those assets, which are Bitcoin and, and Ethereum um, and ETH. And, uh, and also uh, to compare to just holding the tokens, they also provide lower risk uh, through the active data-driven trading. And so by simply holding the tokens, uh, the ETHBTC trend or ETHBTC mom, you get access to all of that. What are you most excited about when it comes to this particular launch, the strategy tokens launch? Um, yeah, I think there are many aspects to it, but um, I think the most, uh, the mo maybe the most exciting part is that the new opportunities that get unlocked uh, for the end user with the strategy token. Uh, for example, as a retail investor, you can now put capital into very sophisticated strategies that uh, you know, they use machine uh, learning algorithms and they track many market signals. And then you use that information to, uh, to dynamically adjust portfolio accordingly. Um, and, uh, and also all of those strategies uh, on Sommelier are back-tested, they are heavily vetted, and they are designed by really world-class quantitative uh, finance professionals. And as more and more strategies are getting launched on Sommelier platform, uh, it really opens up new opportunities for the end user. Uh, and they can choose the strategies that best work for them and meet their individual investment objectives, investment goals, and risk profiles. And really down the line, I see that uh, you know, strategy tokens launching that aggregate strategies into a portfolio with different time horizons, if different risk profiles, for example. And, uh, and I think I would also add that, you know, Sommelier being natively multi-chain, it creates an architecture or really like an ideal architecture for launching complex uh, investment strategies that then uh, end up really benefiting the end user. So today's event, you know, is, is all about, you know, simplicity. So the simplicity that Tons, um, you know, ClearGate's um, strategies provide in terms of portfolio management, uh, the simplicity in terms of strategy tokens uh, providing the access. But Sam, maybe you can also talk about, you know, the simplicity and our product decisions that we've also made to support this. Absolutely. Uh, so I think... In general, since the beginning of uh, SOM, as uh, the narrative has been so far on the call, which is like, we want to kind of make the whole uh, platform really be accessible. So over the past few months, we kind of evaluated what are the main users of the of the platform? Uh, are they just DeFi native people or are they also regular people that are just using DEXs and, and eventually everyone? So in order to kind of progress from... Uh, uh, I mean, sellers uh, uh, as a concept was incredibly attractive for us because it's a it's in the theme of sommelier and we wanted to uh, kind of be very true to that. But at the same time, we realized when we we're talking to the to the end users as well as the the strategies themselves that. Ultimately, what sellers does is what people are interested in, not the name itself. So to simplify, uh, uh, on the on the term itself, we wanted to kind of give away the the seller as a concept and uh, adopt um, uh, strategies which are just simple and everybody can understand, everybody can follow it. In, and that basically targets back into the the same concept of the the strategy token, which are available. Uh, so strategies have strategy tokens and available on DEXs. Uh, so for the past uh, many days, we've been testing every single uh, pathway for for you to be able to onboard yourself from either purchasing a single token and then be able to automatically manage your portfolio on the on the sommelier uh, application or purchase it on some and then be able to uh, sell it on the deck. Uh, themselves, right? Like so, all of these pathways are are tested to make sure that the the overall experience for any end user uh, is is very very seamless and very very clean. 
I think that's uh, one of the one of the main things I wanted to kind of highlight on the on the sellers piece. So I believe we made some some other product updates, right, in relation to that. Can you speak about that as well? Yeah, I think the uh, another simple uh, another thing that we've been doing on the on the strategy page is like how do we make sure that the the information that all of the all of the strategy providers are providing, which is back testing information, ability to understand what the strategies do. So we've written blogs on uh, every single strategy provider that uh, that is going to come. The intention is to kind of give them a spotlight and being able to explain their story. Uh, and, but also very simply explain the strategies that are coming online uh, using the backtesting information that people can trust and count on. Uh, one of the things that is coming up in the next week is ability to kind of very easily understand what strategies are doing. Uh, so even though it is automated and there is a element of algorithms uh, doing stuff, we want to make sure that that is uh, articulated and given back to the uh, to the end users. Uh, in order to do that, uh, we're going to be listing all of the rebalances that are happening on the strategies and then being able to kind of highlight very easily uh, what assets does the strategies hold, et cetera. So uh, at every every given point of the development, we want to make sure that the, the end users as well as the strategy providers are meeting uh, in a very neutral marketplace that uh, the sommelier is trying to create. Anything else? Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What one little bit of update, which is very exciting, I think, uh, on the smart contract side, we uh, with the launch of strategy uh, token and the, the the today in general, the the portfolio management strategies in general. What we have also completed underneath is what we call a, a seven point, uh, sorry, a one point five version of the seller architecture. This is in the vision of uh, getting to a uh, getting to a meta seller concept. So, uh, in order for people to be able to build strategies that actually encompass other strategies uh, of sorts, uh, at the same time being able to build very DeFi native strategies. We are halfway there. Uh, our goal is to kind of get that completed in December uh, and and a lot more strategies that people are used to on the DeFi side, uh, yield compounding, uh, staking, uh, leveraging. Uh, a lot of those things are coming down the pipe. I think Sun is going to cover a little bit more of um, uh, some cool strategies that are coming in the in, in near future. But that's one of the things that we're uh, underneath. We are also making massive progress on the smart contract side uh, as well. Also, uh, on the protocol side, uh, we'll also be uh, evaluating. We're very close to actually releasing a um, multi-EVM update as well uh, that will allow us to not just be focused on ETH and be able to go to other uh, uh, other chains in general, uh, given our close relationships with uh, some of the other chains, we have some preferences and that will allow the design space of um, the strategies to be expanded exponentially. Uh, I think the, the the logo of strategies concept is just uh, mind blowing and uh, everyone will be waiting, you know, um, for that capability to be launched in the near future. Uh, but, you know, as the guys are speaking about, you know, simplicity, Web2, like, you know, familiarity of the interfaces, um, let's not forget that we are still, you know, DeFi focused, uh, you know, very much. Um, so maybe, Stephanie, could you kind of remind our community how, you know, decentralization is the focus of, you know, somebody architecture? Yes. So, I mean, I'm excited to talk about this because what makes this a new asset class and why this is so exciting is because of our decentralization here. So there's two ways that SOM decentralizes. First is through like our governance where the community decides via proposals what sellers to launch. So the community voted on the two sellers that are launched today. And the second is our smart contracts, which SOM's decentralized validator set operates the platform based on consensus for settlement. And it passes these strategy instructions to the sellers as the off-chain computation modules um, send in updates. So Kevin can talk a little bit more about this um, if, if he wants yeah. to jump in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm happy to jump in uh, just for, since we haven't 
you know, done official introductions. My name is Kevin. I lead the smart contracts team uh, over at SOM. And, you know, uh, just kind of following on what Stephanie talked to talked about and what Sam talked about in our V kind of, you know, to architecture that's coming up. We want sellers to do everything. Um, integrate with any protocol on chain, um, whether they be staking, um, borrowing, lending, access to leverage, um, access to NFTs, whatever. It's then, you know, kind of incumbent upon the community to build a platform where strategies can then go and integrate with these protocols. So right now we're writing code for many of them, like, you know, largest protocols, Aave, Uniswap, Curve, Compound. Um, but what we really want to see as we decentralize is more people coming in to integrate with new protocols that bring new mechanisms um, to what strategists can build. And, you know, as part of this, as we've talked about, like, you know, we're building a very generalized architecture. The flip side of this is security, right? So we're really happy to have worked with a Macro, again, um, our audit partner who's worked with us in the past and will be working with us in the future. Uh, that audit is publicly available. And as we continue to build new integrations with new protocols, continue to generalize and update the architecture and continue to make more things possible for sellers, we're going to be doing things like future audits, um, community review, bug bounty programs, and and the like. So, you know, we are really looking forward to kind of showing you what you can do and putting sellers in the hands of all these smart people who have strategies and have opinions about ways to generate returns in the market, but don't necessarily need to worry about the blockchain and smart contract side of things. So really exciting stuff over on the smart contract side. So one of the reasons is that we had such a long kind of a, you know, a time window between Ave, right? And the Cleargate um, strategies launched is, you know, the audits, right? Uh, yeah. Can kind of community expect that, you know, we will be moving faster, um, you know, in the future without sacrificing, the, you know, the security aspect of it? Yes, definitely. So um, with Macro, we've set up regular audit timeframes. Now that we've kind of, solidified the architecture, we have been able to kind of map out what integrations are going to come out next month, what integrations are going to come out in December, what integrations are we looking at for Q1. And we also have extra capacity such that, you know, if someone is intent on working with the community to build new things on top of sellers, we can make sure that goes through the same rigorous security process as well. So you know, um, that's something that we've worked really hard to develop that relationship. Um, and, you know, the, the team over there has a ton of context on what we've built, you know, like, mm -hmm. and to be clear, like from the Ave to Cleargate, it was really a full rewrite. So they've looked at version one, they've looked at version 1.5. Um, version two is like kind of an even crazier rewrite. Um, so, you know, we're really confident that, as we generalize, we have a good model to move fast and not break things. What are the other ways, like uh, how do we enforce strategies, portfolio security, um, you know, be, beyond like, uh, you know, smart contracts audits. So like the, the non-custodial nature that the theft design, yep. um, you know, of the sellers, maybe you can expand a little bit on that as well. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I think one thing that people think about is we have a proof of stake chain on the sommelier chain side. We also have a bridge at the gravity bridge. Sometimes people think bridges are scary. Sometimes people think, you know, what is the economic security required to gain control over a proof of stake network? Is it large enough to, enough to trust my full net worth with that amount? Um, in our case, those aren't problems because our assets are never actually stored on the sommelier chain or on the bridge. Our bridge is just a, a messaging bridge and a logic bridge. So all of the security properties of what happened to your funds when they're in vaults um, are the same as you know the security of Ethereum mainnet. Um, of course, you know, smart contracts can never be guaranteed to be 100% secure, um, but there's no additional 
kind of risk involved with bridging or another chain besides Ethereum, which we all, you know, know and trust. Um, we also have a number of kind of protections at different levels against malicious strategists sending um, dishonest updates to the seller. There, there's only certain allowed actions in the seller. So for instance, a strategist can't just, you know, choose to withdraw all tokens to a seller or choose to buy, you know, a million dollars of some meme coin that they themselves just created. All positions and all strategies go through governance and are approved on deployment. There is a process for updating sellers to capture new opportunities, but those go through network and peer review as well. Um, the code that strategists use to run strategies is run by the entire validator set. So validators are able to check each other um, to make sure that that put honest results. And, uh, you know, if for some reason that code is producing incorrect signals or producing dishonest signals or chooses to change in a specific way, that's um, what the security of the validator set is for. Um, validators that try to, um, you know, spoof strategist calls can be slashed. All of that happens on our consensus layer, um, which is really nice, which is also logically separated, like we talked about from the Ethereum layer where all the funds are stored. So in terms of that sort of security, in terms of where the decisions are made and where the funds are stored, we kind of have the best of both worlds. And uh, so so the new ClearGate, uh, like fresh strategies are running on 1.5 version of the contracts, right? Yes, that's correct. And two is underway, right? Uh, when, when can yeah. we expect you know that to be released? Yeah, I think the best way to think about one versus one point five versus two is, you know, as Sun mentioned earlier, one was a proof of concept, uh, tightly coupled to the Ave protocol. In one point five, you can do trading, you can take positions and swap in and out of them. In version two, you can have trading, swapping, lending, anything you want on chain. Um, we are currently planning to submit those for audit in the beginning of December and hoping to launch the first V2 sellers right around the end of the year. Nice. So a good way to start the year, right? Uh, yep. Especially for Samuel, yeah. So Christy, um, we are very, like, when we were introducing to the community, you know, um, the upcoming, uh, or not upcoming, actually already launched um, ClearGate strategies, we were always highlighting this idea of, you know, the dynamic management, right? Uh, real-time management, um, active management. What does it actually mean? Um, yeah, sure. To understand, you know. Uh, yeah, we do use the term quite a lot, and it's important to understand this. Uh, but uh, dynamic means that the the weights of the portfolio change with the market, and we are the way we are achieving that is through a built-in mechanism to feed new data, new market data into the smart contracts as the market conditions change. And, uh, you know, I would say one, one of the challenges uh, that comes with uh, DeFi trading and crypto is that the markets are never sleeping. They are operating 24-7. And realistically, like no one can really stay on top of that uh, every, every minute, uh, every day. Uh, but of course, algorithms can do that. And so some of our competitors, for example, uh, Yearn, and most of us probably have heard, uh, have heard of Yearn, are full of static vaults. And these are not able to adjust depending on how the market conditions change. And that is a big, big shortcoming because the markets are always changing and always moving. And so unlike Yearn, uh, Sommelier is leveraging the off-chain computation that uses machine learning, it uses artificial intelligence, to communicate dynamic adjustments to those investment strategies. And, uh, you know, it's very, very powerful and unlocking this full power of, uh, of quantitative trading that anyone can now access um, is truly amazing. So we're um, almost at the end of our event, but um, Sun, um, what 
like uh, since seven C's are kind of onboarding a bunch of other upcoming, you know, strategists on, you know, sommelier. Um, could you, could we kind of have a, a small peek into the upcoming strategies um, that you're working on right now? Definitely. Uh, so Zaki kind of mentioned earlier that we're targeting something like a biweekly cadence for strategy releases. Uh, we have two additional partners, uh, you know, who've partnered with Seven Cs from traditional finance who are bringing their strategies onto some sommelier in the coming months, coming weeks and months. Uh, as Kevin mentioned, you know, this architecture 1.5 is a generic architecture that supports uh, long-only trading strategies. Uh, so these these upcoming strategies will also be long-only trading strategies. But you know, there there's kind of a there's kind of a lot you can do even within that that kind of category of of strategies. Uh, so you know, some of the upcoming strategies aren't necessarily like let's say uh, comparable to holding spot ETH, right? Like these clear gate strategies are like you can hold spot, but this is going to give you better risk return trade offs. Another kind of strategy is where it's just kind of harvesting volatility in ETH, right? So you never commit your full portfolio; you only commit a small percentage of your portfolio when you think that you have signals. Actually, putting it very succinctly, uh, Ton kind of mentioned that. Uh, these clear get strategies are more reactive to the market. We actually have strategies upcoming that are more predictive. Um, so that's that's pretty exciting. Uh, we also have you know strat strat another strategy team that has a you know they've been trading not just in the traditional finance market but in kind of the centralized crypto world. Uh, so they have some strategies that have been generating some really really solid returns uh, in production live on centralized exchanges, and they are now able to bring those exact strategies and offer them transparently in Somalia. Uh, so I'm being, you know, a little bit cryptic on purpose, but I think you'll be, there'll be a lot of the community will see a lot of content coming out in the coming weeks with more details on who these, these strategy providers are and uh, what their strategies can do. Yeah, not only content, but the performance of the first ClearGate uh, strategies. Uh, so, um, Ton, a last opportunity for you to make a short plug of uh, what other um, strategies uh, should community uh, expect, you know, from the ClearGate in the coming weeks. Yeah, we, we are working on new strategies as well at ClearGate. So um, as we started with this uh, PTC and ETH uh, portfolios, now we intend to bring um, two strategies uh, to Somalia, which just includes uh, either PTC or ETH. So uh, one for each. Um, we also have some um, ideas uh, for which we are waiting the smart contract version two, just to uh, have access to more uh, markets. So so far we are maybe a little bit limited uh, to what what can be bought or sold uh, uh, as part of those strategies. But we have in mind uh, certain um, portfolio type of strategies which combine a variety of, of different crypto assets. And of course, we are expecting and hoping access to, to, to uh, derivative markets as well. So actually, uh, my team members have a background in in uh, producing absolute returns, meaning that strategies that both go long and short if necessary, and use uh, derivative markets uh, for additional leverage or just to get the different uh, ways of exposure. And um, as this or when that becomes available, I think we will be uh, very glad to offer some exciting new strategy from ClearGate as well, which which would cater to maybe some uh, uh, like more risk-taking uh, possibilities for users, or on the other hand, just the more um, diversification uh, possibilities, like having uh, larger crypto uh, crypto portfolios as well available. All right, so you will be the first one to leverage all the benefits of V.2, right? Um, great, so as we are, you know, our event is going to the end, uh, let's address a few community questions that they gave us uh, through Slido. So the first of all, maybe Sam, a question to you, um, how people can track strategy performance? 
I think one of the uh, one of the easiest way to do that is by looking at the net value on the on the application itself. So your net value would change as the strategy uh, would perform and accumulate other uh, uh, other assets in general. So if the strategy is doing well, uh, your net value will grow. So that's one easy way to do that. Uh, we're also working on a way that where you can easily calculate a profit and loss uh, within within your own portfolio. And that should be coming uh, as the next update as well. So there are a couple of ways that you can do that. So yeah, I can so, add to that as well. So uh, we have a dedicated strategy pages at Cleargate. So uh, we will be providing uh, by week to week information about performance there as well. So there's another another option available if necessary. Okay. Uh, please visit Cleargate. Uh, what is the website? This this uh, information you can uh, find it maybe the easiest if you go to cleargate.capital and find the strategies there. But the dedicated website itself is uh, cgseller.info. But uh, I'm sure yeah. that from Cleargate page you are you're able to find that as well. Yeah, and the same information is also available on sommelier.finance, and we have a strategies page where all the strategies are easily um, accessible. A few last questions are new sellers coming soon. So I believe Sun is already talked about biweekly expectations for new uh, sellers delivery. Um, one very important question is, can you please speak to how investors are protected and how funds are recoverable from a smart contract in the event that Cleargate or Sommelier went rogue? I think Kevin, if you wanted to take that, you did answer a lot of that question earlier, but you want to take that really quickly yeah uh no problem can you restate the question though yep. can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you please speak to how investors are protected and how funds are recoverable from smart contracts in the event that cleargate or sommelier once rogue yes definitely so you know there's multiple layers of protection here the first one that exists for you know any chain um based on proof of stake, like the sommelier chain is the validator's motivation to be honest with each other. Um, so let's say sommelier or Cleargate went rogue. The first check would be on the validators. If they're doing something that's bad for the network, um, if the validators are not incentivized to forward, to forward rogue, rogue actions, it's going to be blocked right there. Um, the second level of investor protection is then in the smart contract logic. Who's actually allowed to submit updates? Only the validator set. What is the set of actions every seller can undertake? Um, those are basically what's been approved for that seller by governance. So, you know, in that case, let's say Cleargate went rogue, the only thing they could really do is still trade between F, BTC, and stablecoins. Um, they would have no motivation to say, for instance, take a losing position because they own their own fees. There could theoretically be, you know, issues with less liquid assets. That's why we have a governance process that will take a look at any, you know, possible liquidity issues resolving around price manipulation if we were to you know, add new assets to a particular seller. Um, the third layer of investment protection after the, you know, ability to lock approved positions by governance and after the validator set checking for honest actions would be the, you know, emergency shutdown and uh, functionality. You know, this exists in many, many contracts from, you know, Aave to many other protocols that exist, but, you know, we kind of have an escape hatch that governance can call um, that basically shuts down the seller, lets the strategist emits no more actions and makes it such that all the depositors can withdraw their funds. Um, of course, you know, there is the level of signing up with the strategist that might not end up making good trades. So, you know, there's no guarantee here that every seller will end in profit and, if the strategist makes the wrong moves, that strategist can lose money for all their depositors in the same way that, you know, a mutual fund could. So, you know, in terms of market risk, those still exist, but in terms of actual 
you know, risks from malicious strategists or a strategist deviating from their investment thesis. Those are things that get checked at the validator level, the smart contract level. And if worse comes to worse, you know, the escape hatch gets triggered. Yeah. And I can summarize that from my side as well. So basically, the only thing that ClearGate can do with those strategies right now is just buy and sell ETH and BTC. So that that's basically it. And there is a democracy. So if the returns or how we buy and sell those, uh, if you do not like that, you can always withdraw at any point in time. Withdraw meaning selling token on, um, in this case, Uniswap as the first DEX, right? Or withdrawing directly through Sommelier, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, last questions. Um, how long, uh, could you please discuss how long between positions being rebalanced? Um, like, how is that different between trend and momentum strategies? So, I guess it's for you. Yeah, uh, basically both of the strategies uh, rebalance portfolio once or twice per week, depending on the market conditions. In certain cases, it can be more frequently, but uh, expect to get uh, rebalances not more often than once or twice per week. Uh, why is that so? Is that uh, in our back tests, it showed that there is not much point in doing uh, more frequent rebalancing then would be we would be doing different strategies for, for that but for those type of strategies that we have those kind of re, uh, rebalancing frequencies just uh, produced the best results and they you might expect to get more rebalances for the momentum strategy and less less trading for the trend following strategy okay so um related question is um like the 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 management and the platform fees you know are are affecting the expected apy people you know are looking for so maybe sam could you yeah. lay out the fee structure here yeah for sure uh, i'm going to i'm going to wrap up with like couple uh, pointers on those things number 1 with the sellers i think as a platform i'm particularly excited because now we get to start seeing a lot of the fees roll into the platform and and it has a potential to generate fees and fees means uh, uh stakers and and validators uh, who have been with us for such a long time will start to get that cut which is a very exciting moment because the whole reason why som as a token exists in a non deflation uh, non inflationary model uh, is that we want to build on a real business model which is sustainable and and it is only sustainable if the the platform is being used like cleargate and a lot of other a uh, lot of other vendors that we are onboarding very quickly uh, all of that would ultimately mean good for the fees and good for the community that is uh, that's been holding and staking uh, assam tokens so that's number 1 um, i think the the the, the second part is also uh, when we started out uh, last year, we didn't really know if this was a, um, incredibly amazing and we would get the same kind of traction that we've been getting. We have lines of uh, of like strategies and we have to kind of schedule the the strategies um, and, and prioritize which strategies we would go first. And, and it's a good problem to have. Uh, if we're, and, and we are very excited in the coming, coming weeks to have many more strategies from many other independent vendors uh, coming online. Awesome. So that wraps up our today's event, uh, to which we were looking for a very long time. So anyone who is, you know, interested in exploring more can go to sommelier.finance and explore the strategies there, or go directly to Uniswap and search for ETH BTC MOM or ETH BTC Trend um, tickers, um, which are both available in USDC pairs. So thank you all. Um, this space event is recorded and you'll be able to get back to that whatever we want. Thank you guys. And we're looking forward to launching much more stuff very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Bitcoin and ETH Strategies and Strategy Tokens Launch, hosted by Somalia. Recorded on Thursday, October 27th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support.
Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funding the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a little bit Something kind of uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true, it really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's final, I don't know. I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll. Tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road. Gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in. I'm delivering the meaning. I I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be seizing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little has to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. Ten spaces.